0: Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment of in my College Football Breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FPS level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the Wyoming Cowboys, who last season went 7-6 and six and 5-3 and three in the Mountain West. I had the privilege of seeing Wyoming play last season during Week 0 at Illinois, Uh probably one of their worst performances of the year. So I I shouldn't maybe (laughs) comment as much on this, but I was, I honestly was impressed by them. They had a good rushing attack uh, that again, that Illinois defense ended up being elite. We found out, Uh, but they had a nice rushing attack and I was impressed by the defense. Um, And as we saw moving on through the season, the defense was very, very talented as well. And the defense will be unbelievable this season as they return almost every starter and honestly almost everybody on the two deep from last season. So this this is shaping up to be a uh, special, special season potentially for the Wyoming Cowboys, one uh, that could lead to something special down the road. Uh, I'll get into the position by positions breakdowns later in, in, the, in this uh, segment. But I'm very excited about this team moving into the season, and uh, there's some things that they got to look at, obviously, but as, as all teams, nobody's perfect, but this is a team that could be really, really good in the Mountain West, so diving into the breakdown now, uh, the Cowboys play at War Memorial Stadium, which seats 29,181, a uh, beautiful atmosphere, in uh, in Laramie, one that as a stadium traveler like myself, I'm looking forward to getting to in the future. Um, of course, elevation plays a factor uh, in in being in Wyoming, um, but in a great home venue, as the fans are are very passionate about their football team, and they they have a lot to cheer for, especially this season. I really think that they could be a special year for this team, and uh, they'll they'll have a lot to cheer for. Like I said. Um, Moving on in the breakdown coach on the rise I'm going with linebackers coach Aaron Bowl Who is a young coach? uh, Came to Wyoming in 2017 18 serving as a grad assistant uh, Became the interim linebacker coach in 2019 and has served as the linebacker coach since 2020 Uh, He's originally from Lincoln, Nebraska uh, played uh, His college football at Minnesota State University Moorhead had a, had a good career there as a player and then has really turned into a, a really good young coach here, getting to coach some fantastic players at the linebacker position uh, recently. They've, they've had multiple linebackers get drafted, uh, just a really, really, t- it's really turned into a really talented uh, group and, and with, like I said, with multiple players getting drafted, um, just, just amazing to see what they've done here at this position. And they got some guys now that, uh, that will that'll be the next man up when it comes to that. And I'll get into that in the breakdown, but really excited to see what coach bowl can do moving forward. And in his young coaching career, uh, going into the schedule now, Wyoming has a huge opportunity First game of the season. They host Texas Tech at night. The game's going to be on CBS. Huge opportunity for them on national television. Texas Tech is uh, one of the exciting picks out of the Big 12 this year to make some noise. But they better be ready for the Wyoming Cowboys because Wyoming's going to be a darn good football team. And if Texas Tech overlooks them even a little bit, there's an opportunity for an upset right here. Uh, Then they play Portland State. And then they go to Texas. The interesting thing about this Texas game, Texas better be ready for this game because this is the week after Texas plays Alabama. There is inevitably going to be a bit of a letdown after that Alabama game, just because of what that game's going to mean. You're going to Tuscaloosa. Texas honestly should have beat Alabama last year. It's only human nature that Texas lets down their guards slightly. Texas is the best team in the big 12 this year. Wyoming has an opportunity to go to Austin and, and, and make a statement in this game. I'm not calling the upset. I'm not going to do that, again, like Texas Tech, but there's an opportunity here. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying there's an opportunity because it's the week after Alabama, so there's an opportunity there. Then Wyoming comes home and they host App State, who is uh, coming off of a Difficult season for them going six and six at App State. That's not good enough. At App State, you need to win nine, ten games every year. So, App State is going to be very hungry. Um, they're used to playing at elevation, albeit a different uh, on the opposite side of the United States, obviously. Uh, so, the elevation probably won't affect them as much. Uh, but at the same time, uh, just, uh, this is going to be a really good matchup between two. Really good G5 teams. I'm, I'm really excited to see that game. I think that's going to be a really good game. Then they start Mountain West play. They host New Mexico. They host Fresno State. They go to Air Force, go to Boise State, um, host Colorado State on a Friday, go to UNLV on a Friday, then they host Hawaii, then they go to Nevada. So I look at uh, their conference slate, hosting Fresno State, that's a big opportunity there uh, to avenge a loss from last season going to Air Force, going to Boise State, and back-to-back games. They have a bye week between the two, so that's good. They beat Air Force last year. Uh, they have an opportunity against Boise State this year. Then their final four games, I like how that sets up well for them. Colorado State at UNLV, Hawaii, and at Nevada. Four very winnable games for Wyoming there. I don't want to look past any of those teams, obviously, but I'm a firm believer that this team wins – At least six games in the Mountain West. A firm believer in that. Uh, Could be even more. I honestly think that this team has an opportunity to be uh, a sleeper dark horse in the conference race. Uh, Diving into the position by position breakdown now, starting offensively, the quarterback position belongs to uh, Andrew Peasley. Uh, Peasley doesn't need to be Josh Allen, uh, but the dual threat, he's a dual threat quarterback. He does need to improve on his numbers from last season. Uh, his comfort level in the system, his development as a player, and added playmakers to this offense will help with that. But he also has to play his part as well, which I firmly think he will. Uh, the running back room has some really good talent. They lose a, a really, good, really, really talented running back to graduation. But they added NIU transfer Har- Harrison Whaley, Who's from my neck of the woods? I live in Central Illinois. I've seen Harrison Whaley play in person multiple times. He could be a breakout star in in this run heavy system. Uh, he gashed the Cowboys defense for 179 yards and two touchdowns when they played each other in 2021. Uh, Dwayne uh, McNeely and DQ James return as well, and the Thunder and Lightning duo is strong. Thunder being McNeely and Lightning being James. So they got three really talented running backs here at Wyoming that I'm really excited to see. Like I said, Harrison Whaley, I think could be a breakout star in the Mountain West. He's going to do some great things in this system. The receiving core returns wide receivers Alex Brown and Wyatt Wheeland, along with playmaking tight ends, Trayton Welch and John Michael, Gillenborg. Uh, The additions of wide receivers, Ayir Ashante from Holy Cross at the FCS level. They were fantastic last season at that level. And Devin uh, Bodie from Vanderbilt are huge for this unit. Uh, some good playmakers there that they need, especially uh, Ayer Ashante. I think he's going to have a tremendous season here at Wyoming. <clears throat> the offensive line took a big loss in the spring with uh, when Emmanuel Pringian uh, transferred to USC. That's a big loss, but you can't blame the young man for uh, the opportunity that he had to go, do, to, go to USC has an opportunity to potentially play on a national title level team uh, with the Heisman, returning Heisman trophy winner at, at the quarterback position. He's obviously set him up himself up very well for his future. So you can't blame the young man for, for leaving. Uh, the Cowboys do return two of the best in the Mountain West in center. Nofofia uh, Tulofano and then tackle Frank Crum, two of the best at their position in the conference. Even with the losses up front, they lost two starters prior to uh, Emanuel Pringin uh, leaving. Uh, this is still going to be a strong unit. I know some people are a little down on the unit, but this is still going to be a strong unit. you got two of the best in a center and tackle, so it's gr- a great pieces to build your line around right there. Shifting to the defense now, and this is where things could get really special for the Wyoming Cowboys they return almost every starter on the defense, almost everyone on the two deep. This team, this defense is going to be amazing. The defensive line could be special. They could almost be elite in 2023. The tandem of a uh, Cold Godbot and uh, Jordan Bertinogel is the best defensive tackle combo in the Mountain West. And then defensive tackle Gavin Meyer is another good one. Uh, defensive ends... Devon Harris and uh, Brendan Siders combined for 26.5 tackles for loss and 15 sacks last season, so a tremendous duo there. Defensive end Sebastian Harsh returns from a season-long injury in 2022, and he may be the team's best pass rusher who didn't even play last season. So the defensive line has an opportunity to be absolutely elite for the Wyoming Cowboys. Uh, the linebacking core returns Easton Gibbs, who will be Wyoming's next NFL middle linebacker. They've had two in a row now, and he's going to be the third one. He was a first-team All con, All Mountain West performer and had 121 tackles last season. Uh, Shea Chinuvo, uh returns, as well as Connor Shea, who is an emerging star. Uh, so they only play two linebackers in their uh, in their four-two-five alignment but they got three really talented pieces there. And like I said, Easton Gibbs is the next one up when it comes to their NFL talent at linebacker, the secondary returns, standout safeties, Isaac white and Wyatt Eckler. And then cornerbacks, rock Brown, Colby Taylor, Darren Harrell, and Ja'Cory Hawkins have experience. Uh, Juco transfer cornerback, Tyrikus Davis could be a breakout player here at the position as he's moving up from the Juco ranks. So, again, immensely talented defense that is going to do some special things, I believe. On special teams, kicker John Hoyland is one of the best in college football. The first-team All-Mountain West performer is one to watch for the Luke Groza Award coming into the season. Uh, Punter Clayton Stewart also returns and is very, very solid at his position. So, a great special teams unit as well. Final analysis is my thought on the Wyoming Cowboys heading into the season. Wyoming has a championship-level defense, almost elite, and special teams unit, uh, championship-level special teams unit as well. The offense should have a solid rushing attack. I'm really excited about Harrison Whaley in this system. But if they can't be balanced, they there will be concerns. Um, they, they were not good enough throwing the football last season, and that has to change this year. They have to be able to have that balance or teams are just going to load up on them and it's going to be a lot tougher. This is a team that can and will compete for a Mountain West title. I firmly believe that this team by the end of the season will be could be standing in the Mountain West championship game. It's going to come down to they have to go to Air Force and they have to go to Boise State. They get Fresno State at home. I firmly believe they win their 6th conference games of New Mexico, Fresno State, Colorado State, at UNLV, Hawaii, and at Nevada. I firmly believe that they win those six games. How do they fare at Air Force and at Boise State is is what I'm looking at. They beat Air Force last year, but now going to Boise, going to Air Force, how do they fare in those games? And then the difficult non-conference slate, playing Texas Tech at home, going to Texas, and hosting App State. They have to make it out of that healthy, obviously. If they're able to win two, even three of their non-conference games, I think that would be huge for them. Um in the opportunity that lays ahead for them as a as a potential uh team out of the mountain west that could really really do some damage I'm really high on this team after breaking them down I'm really excited I knew that their defense was going to be good and I knew Harrison Whaley was coming there but looking at all these pieces put together this could be a special season in Laramie and I'm excited to see it unfold especially because I saw him play last year like I said at Illinois week zero it was a tough game obviously for for the Cowboys and I have to applaud, applaud the Cowboys fans that traveled. There were, there were plenty of Wyoming fans there. I, I was pleasantly surprised to see that. Kudos to their fan base for traveling and making that trip. But this is a team I'm really looking forward to watching this season as I think they could be really good and they could surprise some people. Texas Tech, Texas better be ready when they play these guys because they're going to be in for a battle. So, Hope you enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Um, Like, subscribe. If you listen to the podcast, please get the podcast Twitter account to follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.